0: This is This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, I'm Paul Stevenson. Now today is April the 1st, don't worry no April falls from me, takes a lot of effort that. Anyway, we're going to start on this day in 2007 when the famous venue in London, the Hammersmith Palais, hosted its final ever concert. The venue, which is immortalised by the Clash song of the same name, was originally opened in 1919. And after much wrangling, the building was eventually condemned and torn down in 2012. On this day in 1985, despite people thinking it was a joke, David Lee Roth officially left Van Halen. On this day in 1986, Bruce Hornsby and The Range released their famous album, The Way It Is. It produces four hit singles, including the title track, of course, and the record goes on to be multi-platinum in the U.S. On this day in 1976, Rush disregarded the record label Fears and released 2112. Mercury wanted an album full of radio-friendly singles. Yeah, right. Also on this day in 1966 is David Bowie's first solo single, Do Anything You Say, was released. It flopped. On this day, 10 years before that, 1956, Elvis Presley made his first steps on the film ladder with a screen test at Paramount Studios. He lands a contract with the movie company and goes on to star in 31 films. And there's a few people born on this day as well. Drummer John Barbata from Jefferson Airplane and Jefferson Starship was born on this day in 1945. He also played with The Turtles and Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young. John is 78 years old today. Speaking of drummers, born on this day in 1954 was Toto's Jeff Porcaro. He also worked with, well, Steely Dan and the Bee Gees, as well as Boz Skaggs, Sonny and Shear, Eric Clapton, Greg Lake, Bruce Springsteen and so many others. And he also worked on four songs on Michael Jackson's Thriller album. Jeff sadly died in 1992 when he was just 38 years old. He would have been 69 today. And someone else who's sadly no longer with us, born on this day in 1946, is bass play with the small faces and the faces, Ronnie Lane. The Rock and Roll Hall of Famer died of complications due to multiple sclerosis when he was 51. But for today's main show, we're going to go back to a top five single from this day in 1972. Yes, peaking at number five on the UK singles chart on this day in 1972 was Argent's Hold Your Head Up. It was the group's biggest single and peaked at number five in America and Canada too. Now, I interviewed Argent's main man, Rod Argent, earlier this year, and he tells a great story about this song again another big hit hold your head up and it was a kind of almost similar kind of story to time of the season where you had a lone dj who was loving the song and he gets to play it every week and again the ripple effect it happened with that song as well didn't it
1: it really did that was alan freeman and the thing was in those days it became very unfashionable to have singles and you know you're either an album band or or you know but you wouldn't you wouldn't mix that with singles generally just for a short uh you know two or three years it was like that and um I was so knocked out because we didn't plan it to be a single. It was supposed to be part of an album. And and as always, we were late and the tour had started and the album wasn't ready. So the record company said, well, we've got to put out um, an EP. And they put an EP out. And one side of the EP was um, the long version of Hold Your Head Up, uh, which had a three-minute organ solo or something like that in the middle (laughs) of (laughs) it, which actually... um, I have to say, in the last few years, it completely knocked me out. One Christmas, uh, I was at um, my brother-in-law's place, who um, is actually Paul McCartney's uh, recording engineer. Um, and suddenly, on a Johnny Walker show, um, mm-hmm. he had Rick Waitman being interviewed. And he said, you've got to, you've got to choose a long track uh, that you love. And he said, well, I, I want you to play the long version of Hold Your Head Up. He said, that, and he actually said, I, I can't believe he said this, but he actually said... Um, that's the greatest organ solo on any record. And I thought, yeah. oh, wow. You know, it, it made my Christmas, I tell you. <laughs> I um, <laughs> but but the thing was, uh, none of the none of the radio stations would play it over here, uh, except for Alan Freeman. He had a show on a Saturday, and every week he played it. And it stubbornly kept selling enough to keep it, just outside the top 50 I, I think it was it might have been the top 30 but just outside the top 50 uh, and then we went to holland for a tour and while we were over there the record company very wisely in in commercial terms just chopped out the whole organ solo um <laughs> and uh and it became a three minute or 330 song or something like that um and um it immediately started bubbling under uh, you know, whatever the next hurdle was the 30 or the 20 and and we got to top of the pots we did top of the pots and the next day we were going to a gig and 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 there was this huge hold up and i remember saying to russ it's the new bond film out. you know this <laughs> you know this you know, there's, you know there, this is such a delay here you know and there's, look there's a queue round the block you know uh, what's going on and and it was for you know. And uh, and and it, it that it was away then and it was it became a top five records and, and that was lovely.
0: And I'll be back tomorrow with more on this day rock goodness. So until then, take care It's NFL
2: draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.